minute. It's been a couple, couple months, basically. Niggas got jobs, niggas, man, was traveling. Tyler was gone for 17 months. <laughs> he, was, he, he was out the way. Uh, we back, though. We back. We back. We had to bring your boy. Man, Mr. the gym dropper. Mr. gym dropper. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> we had to bring him back, man. My boy Eric. My boy Eric came back to bless us with another episode. Appreciate you, bro. Yeah, nah, facts. Nah, uh, congratulations, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's big. big. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, congrats. <laughs> Brother went and got engaged. I'm off the market. <laughs> but you know. That's a trick. Yeah, that's a trick. You take off the market now. Yeah, that's a trick. Yeah, that's a so, trick. You know what I'm saying? Feels good, man. I ain't gonna hold you, bro. It's been a long time coming. Me and Shorty been chasing each other for a little minute. So. Nah, that's what's up. Yeah, Appreciate that's definitely y'all. what's up. How y'all been though? Y'all been good? Facts, working. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Working, you came working. to the Airbnb class. How was it? Yeah, man, look. For real. From Hoopa, look, let me tell y'all how many gems he was dropping on this <laughs> Airbnb class. I couldn't type fast enough, bro. I had my yeah. laptop taking notes, bro. And every time I would like try to chill, he would drop another gym. <laughs> so, are <laughs> so, you you running anymore? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna do some more. I'm, I was kind of giving like a break to like get the classes a little bit bigger because yeah. I did them like back to back. It was three classes within a month span. So yeah. I was like, all right, I'm gonna wait a little minute. You know what I mean? Let them sit on that information. Because that's mm-hmm. the only thing about the classes is like, I love doing it, but I do feel like it is a lot of information. Yeah. So it was like, Going into it, I'd be like, man, they don't even know how much information this is about to be. Because it's, it's no way to warn them. Like, And then I don't want people to feel like that they didn't get the value of it. To feel like, damn, like he didn't answer this question or I wanted to know about that. So it was like, I'm going to go over everything in, in the detail. Mm-hmm. And if you still got questions, I'm still here. Facts. Sitting on light, coming in as an outsider, bro, I definitely tell you, you did your thing, man. I appreciate it. It's it's It's... How long was it? Was it like it was like eleven to one, right? Yeah, yep. It so was it two was hours. Eleven, two hours of nonstop learning, bro. It was no dead zones, no nothing. Yeah, I learned something that whole two hours. That's and, what's up. It was mass gems being dropped. So y'all see this, man? Y'all definitely need to come to the next one. We'll definitely drop it on the uh, IG. Whatever we gotta do, we gotta get this room packed. So yeah, for sure. And that was the thing, like I said, when I did the small class, because I'm like, I don't know how many questions it's going to be. I know, like when I said it's 11 to 1, mm-hmm. I got two hours of information. I'm like, <laughs> I, I got two hours right. for them. Right. You know what I mean? So I was like, uh, let me see. I don't want the class to be too big, and there's too many questions, and then we end up going three hours. Yeah, I mean, but afterwards, like, I didn't want to talk. Like, it's so much talking. <laughs> like, I did not want to talk. I'm like, man. Yeah. We'll do a case man. of ice mountains in there. Man, and, for real. <laughs> I walked home like uh, feeling like I just did a versus. <laughs> I'm like, I, I feel good. I feel like I just did a versus. You know what I mean? Facts. Them slides was packed. Mm-hmm. Them slides was packed. It wasn't. A, it wasn't no room on the powerpoints. Yeah, <laughs> facts. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely, y'all definitely got to slide out to that man because not only is it good info, but it's info that you can use. Sat like he give you actionable steps to actually go out and do like yeah. mm-hmm. and. Being transparent, you're accessible. So, like, if, if people got questions, they can hit you on IG or whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it ain't no... And that's what no. I was telling them. You can hit me anytime. It's not like it's just like you just pay your fee, you get here, and then it's just a class. Yeah. I'm always accessible after that, you know what I mean, to walk you through those same steps that we talked about. Because I know sometimes, like you said, you weren't able to write down all the information mm-hmm. or some things may slip or some things may pop up that I didn't hit mm-hmm. in the class. And you're like, well, how does he feel about this? So... Yeah, always feel free to reach out and, you know, ask any questions. I'll help you. Did anybody hit you up? 
Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I've had a couple people hit me up like that's going through the steps, and I was like, yo, I'm I'm at, at this roadblock. How do I get through this? And then I kind of helped them through that. So that's been like the exciting part. And uh, now I'm just waiting to like walk Airbnbs. You know what I mean? Like just yeah. to see the ones yeah. that the people who's in the class made, and you know what yeah. I mean, kind of see like how they are turned out and stuff like that. Absolutely. But yeah, like that's the next step that I'm looking forward that's what's to. Up. That's that's what's I had up. a few people uh, from the gym that I go to. Um, they came to your class. Mm-hmm. And they was telling me like, yeah, I'm in my research stage, or it's that's just yeah. lit to see. Like, it's just lit to see. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. It's definitely nothing like that being done in the city for real. So like, I think you the first, you the first Airbnb class in Cincinnati, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. I, yeah, I feel like Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy. I feel like Soldier now. Soldier Boy. I feel like Soldier man. Yeah, he gave his flyers now. He's Soldier Boy. Drake. Anybody else do it, they get mad. Yeah, I, I feel like that. Man, so if y'all can't tell on the camera, we in a new location. Yeah, it's pretty lit. came through. We, we pulled yes. some ball strings with the yes. with this. Nice. I'm pulled up like, downtown. oh, we in there? We downtown oh, yeah. with it, man. So we, we finally got a home. Talk to the people. They said we could come as as frequently as we need. So we yeah, that's love. We got a home now. But, um, yeah, man, so Tyler, what your week been looking like? You been good? Yeah, I've been good, man. I'm I'm just excited to be back. I know we've been gone for 56 nights. It seems like, <laughs> like we we've been gone for a minute, man. Like, but I'm just happy to be back. You know, we got a lot. I'm excited for this episode. Yeah. <clears throat> Especially in the times. I wouldn't say the times like it's a bad thing, but just with everything going on right now, I'm just excited for this episode. He, you know, he came through and blessed us again with some more information. Thanks. If y'all ain't see the Airbnb episode, or if you did, that's how he coming. Like, <laughs> that, the Airbnb was, man, yeah, 10 Top out of tier. 10. Yeah. And we got Appreciate this episode. It. We going to be discussing real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's packed with some, with some info that y'all going to be able to, you know, implement and use and, and take it and run with it. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Man, I, man, my week been good, bro. I've been, um, you know. Same old working, mm-hmm. um, back in the matrix. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Me yeah. too. I'm 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 right there with you. Like yeah. I was telling y'all uh, before we started rolling, I'm back in there. I got a little third shift yeah. gig because yeah. um, I'm looking to um, buy, and uh, at, at the the first quarter of next year. So mm-hmm. the, the fourth quarter for me is refinance, and the first quarter of next year is buy. Got you. And being an entrepreneur, um, it's. It makes it a little bit it's another hurdle when you're buying Definitely. when you're an entrepreneur because they want certain things so when you have that job it just makes it a little bit better oh, yeah. so that and then um insurance that 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 was a big thing too was Man. being an entrepreneur and you know i mean you you want those benefits that you get yeah. when you got a job of you know having those health benefits and right. you know 401k I match like stuff it. like that like that that means something you know my, so my last Couple of checks you just hit. First thing I did was check my four hundred one k match, and I was like, "Bro, I missed this." Yeah, like yeah, like <laughs> that me means something. Money. You know what I mean? It's yeah. I feel like it's sexy to say. You know what yeah. I mean? That you're an entrepreneur yeah. uh, with no day job and things like that, no nine to five. Mm-hmm. Which um, I mean, it, it, it was a beautiful thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. still something that quite possibly I'll go back to. But for right now, I think this is the best decision. Thanks. You know what I mean? Because of those things mm-hmm. and. Like we said on the Airbnb episode, I'm I'm never above myself to mm-hmm. to like reel myself back Facts. and be like, all right, cool, yeah, that looks good, but you don't have to do that. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to stick to that standard or 
have that image of, oh, my gosh, he's an entrepreneur with no job, and he has to stick to it. Oh, what? He got a job. He must be failing. Like, if that's what y'all think, that's that's, that's that's absolutely wrong. That's one thing that I hate that's, like, going around through people in our age group or or our era as far as, like, the stigma on a 9 to 5. It's like there's nothing wrong with a 9 to 5, like, and there's nothing wrong with entrepreneurship either, but entrepreneurship, like, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really hard. Like, seriously, like, a nine to five come with the benefits. Like you just said, the 401k, mm-hmm. if they match it, that's free money. Yeah. You get 100% return on your money. Like, who, depending on what they match in that, who's doing that? Like, as an entrepreneur, you are beg for that. Like, what? The benefits? Like, man. Yeah. And I, I just, I just hate that people kind of shun the nine to five like it's something bad like no that's not the case mm-hmm. some of these companies like if you go with the right one like the one i'm at now has a lot of similarities to what i what i want to do full time like as an entrepreneur yeah so yeah. I, I look at it as college kind of like exactly I'm going there to gain skills you know what i'm yep. saying like i'm using a platform to gain skills get paid and apply it to what I want to do you feel me so mm-hmm. i mean ain't nothing wrong with it and it was crazy because i i picked a good company I, I, and i and to be honest they was just hiring the fastest so i was just like all right bet i'm here yeah. but when i got there and like i got in training i was like a lot of this stuff correlates to what like i'm trying to do mm-hmm. so i'm like all right like, it just me, makes sense yeah let me lean in a little bit more and actually listen so yeah. Yeah. yeah man, Back to your point, I, I I feel like a Republican when I say it, but <laughs> don't, <yeah>. don't, don't. <laughs> I do like, and I was holding it like I don't know if I should say that, but nah, for real, say it, say I, it. I really think that a lot of it goes to kind of like what we consume. You know yeah. what I mean? Like as far as what we hear and what we see, and I think the uh, I think the most influential thing in our lives, our generation, you know what I mean? Our people is like hip hop and stuff like that, yep. and I think hip hop makes it cool. To not have a job or oh, to not funny. have a boss that's or, you know fact. what I mean, to yeah, not be, a, you know what I mean? Because I swear, like, the Cardi B lyrics, like, they are ingrained in my head, like, <laughs> you a worker. Like, <laughs> and, and it's not, like, and it's, it's in a derogatory <laughs> sense, you know what I mean? It's that's said, like, like, that statement, like, every time I hear it, it's just like, uh, I, I, you know what I mean? It just, yeah. it does something to As me man, because I know people hear it and it's just like, damn, like, you don't want to say that. Like, when, you, when you're singing those lyrics... You're saying that to kind of make fun of people or to, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, put them down in a sense to make yourself look a certain type of way. So, of course, you yeah. know what I mean, we take that outside of the music and kind of live that way. Facts. Yeah, that's, that's definitely true. Man, that's it, sad. He said he sounds like a Republican. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I feel like it, like it, blame it on the hip hop. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's the hip hop. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, that's how I feel saying that. But I mean, it's the truth in a sense. Yeah. It does have positive effects on us. Yeah, most definitely. But, you know what I mean? There's also those little things in there that kind of make us feel a certain type of way and kind of choose how we dictate our life a little bit. Yeah, right. facts. No, I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Most definitely. But it's all for the good, though, man. It's all for the greater good. We all got an end goal in mind. Yeah, like, for sure. Definitely working towards something mm-hmm. and not just working to be working. So. Yeah, that's the main goal yeah. for me, and I, I can guarantee that's for y'all too. So, uh, and I feel like that's the flex. That's the flex of being able to. I didn't have to shrink my business to get a job. Fact. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like the business is still running exactly how it did mm-hmm. and exactly how it was when I didn't have a job. Right. 
So it's like for me to be able to do that, it's like I'm showing y'all that I can be in two places at once. Right. Like the, don't don't think that the business isn't the business. The business is still the business, mm -hmm. but now I'm doing something different and it's still running. Like and that benefits you too, cause you're not dependent on the job. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So say if something happened, like I worked for the I worked for the bank for years, eight years, almost ten years, and they let me go. <laughs> like soon as COVID, COVID happened, yeah. So I'm like, right, anything can happen. Yeah, exactly. I'm telling you, like, it's a different feeling when you walking in there, like, when you don't need it versus, like, I have to be here. Like, I feel like, uh, the, I feel like the mom on Everybody Hates Chris. Like, I can walk out of here at any point. <laughs> you know right. Stop yeah. on me, You're right. Man, Facts. Even now, though, because my business is running, like, but even now, I can I can tell like getting up is different. I get up because I'm like, all right, I want to go. I'm yeah. Go like we good. Like it's not like oh, I gotta go to work. Mm -hmm. Like, but it's different. It just hit different, like you said. For sure. Yeah, bro. So we gonna get into real estate, man. Let's um, get it. We did. We ran a credit episode, but in transparency with the audience, the audio <laughs> wasn't all that great. <laughs> so yeah, let's get it. Yeah, up. yeah. So we gonna we gonna um. We gonna go from real estate to credit, cause I, I mean they in, they interchangeable. For sure. And you got some background in credit too, don't you? Or yeah, yep. Okay, got you. Yeah. Yep. So we can we can tackle both. Yeah. You know shout out to Lawrence Kane. Man, big yeah. shout out. Shout out to Lawrence Kane. <laughs> the homie. Yeah, that is a reason why I have a background in credit, man. man. We'll get into it, but yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. So uh, the real real estate looking crazy right now. Yeah. It's it's I think it's leveling out though, cause it was it was real crazy in in the uh, beginning of the year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But now it's starting to it's starting to feel like it's a shift coming. Yeah, for sure. I, I think the market is getting um, a little bit better. Like you said, it's leveling out. Mm -hmm. And then a lot has to do with, it with just the time of the year. Right, right. You know what I mean? People mm -hmm. don't really want to buy a house in the winter. or People don't really want to sell a house because both things are the same. That means that you got to move in the middle of winter. Right. That means that you might be having in, like boxes packed or unpacking boxes at the time of Christmas. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times that's just too much hassle to be moving. And then you're trying to buy things for people. And then you're trying to set up Christmas decorations. Yeah. It's like... People usually want to be somewhere for November, December. They'll like they'll pick back up moving and stuff. Usually after February, mm -hmm. once the weather breaks, nobody wants to be driving a U-Haul on black ice yeah, that's at all. <laughs> so that's usually Especially like the best here. time to really shop for a house. Is usually in the winter if you're trying to do something like that. Like if you're trying to do like a flip or if you're trying to yeah. buy like an abandoned house or something yeah. like that, some, where somebody's not living. Mm -hmm. That's usually the best time is the winter. And that's funny you say that because I recently came across a flip, right? Mm -hmm. It was a, a big, right, big like five bedroom in Price Hill. I think I told you about this. Mm -hmm, a little bit, yeah, yeah, you did. So, so the guy wanted eighty nine for it. Mm -hmm. um, I lowballed him at fifty five k, and he was like, "Nah, we can do seventy five. And I'm like, "Nah," with all the repairs and stuff in it, um, it would have been way well, well over seventy five. Even like one's like thirty to fix or something like that mm -hmm. coming out. But he yeah. so we walked. We ended up walking on a deal. Mm -hmm. A few days later, he hit me back like, "All right, I'll do sixty-five. <laughs> so <laughs> so it just mm -hmm. that just goes to say like, okay, it's not really a buyer's market because I mean it's a good investment because it was it used to be a two-family, and you could you could turn it into whatever you want. Yeah, single-family you can keep it a rental property, or but it just goes to show you that like people aren't. Thirsty to buy right now. 
Yeah. <clears throat> Sellers know, like, if you don't, if you usually don't sell your house, like, a week before Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. you're not going to sell it until after New Year's. Nobody's going to buy it because it's 30 days closing. Like I said, just that time frame mm -hmm. of not being settled for Thanksgiving or Christmas, it makes people feel weird. I know it makes me feel weird. Like, the thought of, like, I don't know where I'm going to live or yeah. I'm going to be at for Thanksgiving or Christmas. Yeah, that uncertainty. Yeah, especially when you got kids. Like, that's family, you know that's different. You know what I mean? You want your kids to, like, you want to set up decorations and do your whole thing for the whole month yeah. for Christmas and all that. Right. So you was a real estate agent, right? Yeah, yep. Got you. Um, what, like, what made you want to jump into that? Um, so uh, I always had a passion for the housing market. I didn't know in what aspect I was going to be in it. Um, and it was a weird story of how I knew that I loved it was um, it was actually I was with my uncle. And I remember uh, we was going to go see his girlfriend. You know how, like uncles and stuff they always take like the little kid with them and stuff to try to impress the girl that's what that was he brought me over there or whatever and she had a son and the son was like a couple years older than me and i can say now he was a weird dude you know what i mean he was he was a weird dude he was like you know he was just like a, a like sit in his room play video games all day every day no no talking none that's of that normal nowadays so yeah, that's what they had me do so i was going over there and like at that point i wasn't like a stay in the house video games dude like i was an athlete, you know what I mean? Yeah. Football, basketball. So I'm going over there thinking we about to, you know, be outside or something. Right. We in there and he was in there playing the Sims. So I'm just literally just sitting back watching him play the Sims. And I'm like, I had never seen the game before. And I'm just looking like, what is he playing? And he's just building the houses and he's like decorating them and then playing with the characters. And I'm like, Man, this is actually kind of fun. Like, this is kind of <laughs> live. And you know how, like, when you want to ask somebody if you like if you can play, but you don't want to ask. Right. So I'm just over sure, like, so what you doing with that? Like, <laughs> how you do that? Like, he like, bro, you want to play? Like, I mean, I'll give it a try. When I tell you, I, I promise you, this is the God's honest truth. I start playing that game at maybe like 8 p.m. My uncle woke up at 7 a.m. the next day. I was still playing that game. I was still, I literally almost did a 12-hour shift playing that game. My very first time playing the game. And the only thing I was doing was just building the houses. Like, it was just so much fun, like, building the houses and figuring out the layouts that, like, after that, like, I went home. I told my dad, like, yo, I got to get the Sims. Somehow, some way, I got to get this game. Right. I got the game. I went to the library. I was renting out um, architect books just to get the floor plans so that I could use those floor plans to build the houses on the Sims. So I was, man, I was a done deal. I was cooked. I was a done deal. And um, at that point, like for me just being with the houses and me just always like realizing that I loved houses, I was like, man, like I really should do real estate at, at some point. Um, and then, you know, you get older and you kind of get into different things. But that was always one thing that was in the back of my head was that like, yo, like when I was younger, I had a passion for houses and I didn't even really realize it was a passion. Mm -hmm. I just thought I just really liked playing the Sims. So um, then when I was like, all right, cool, you know, I wanted to buy a house. I was like, yo, this is a perfect opportunity. Right. I can go get my real estate license because it was going only going to take me two months. And it was like a little under two grand. And I was like, that would give me the um, the background that I know. That well, that I need to know on how to buy a house, yeah. but not from um, the buyer standpoint. I can know what my agent should be doing. I can mm -hmm. know what they should be looking for, just in case they're not doing their job, or I may be a little bit better. You know, what I mean, at finding a house because um, I didn't know anybody. I mean, my aunt she owns her house, but outside of that, if I look at my immediate circle, 
nobody really owned a house. So yeah. it, it wasn't really like I could like, you know, have a conversation with somebody. Like, Yo, so how you do that? Should I be doing this? Should I be doing that? I didn't, I didn't know anybody. So it was like, that makes me uncomfortable when I'm going into something just not knowing nothing, just, right, just right. fully ignorant to it, not knowing anything and not having anybody to use an expertise with. Mm -hmm. So that's when I did it, um, got my real estate license. And honestly, the goal was, was like, yo, I'm only getting this license so that I can know what, know more about the housing market so that I can buy my house. And then I just want to sell a couple houses so that I can get my money back and yep. then Thanks. I'll be done with Wash it. it yeah, I'll be done with it after that. And that's what I did. <laughs> I did three deals and I was like, I'm cool. I'm done. But I'm still involved in real estate. Like, I still love it. I just don't like being an agent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Tears, bro. Because we all involved in real estate. Yeah. I mean, I got deals under me. Mm -hmm. You got deals under you. And Tyler got deals under him. So we all in, in different aspects. Yeah. But real estate is such a wide, like, umbrella of stuff you can do that... I mean, as long as you do something in it, yeah. you, you're ahead of the curve. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, bro. So that's what's up. You got the real estate bag in you. So for first-time homebuyers, this is what I get hit up a lot um, by credit clients and um, just people in general about first-time home, buying their first house. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's like the, the thing right now. Cause yeah, people, yeah. People are ready to... They stop. They tired of renting, pretty much. Mm -hmm. um, they seeing the value and getting their own home, getting equity and all this other stuff. So, like, do you got tips or anything like that? Like, how would you how would you tell somebody to go about buying their first home? Like, what what, what would the tips you would? You yeah. Would so, um, kind of like some of like the prerequisites is um, having decent credit. Mm -hmm. I think that's like a misconception is everybody thinks that you gotta have a seven hundred credit score mm -hmm. or you know what I mean you can't. Like you got to have the best credit score, basically. Right. You really don't. You just have to have decent credit score. So anything above a 590, I would say, mm -hmm. you're good. The thing that makes the um, on the credit that really, really affects it is um, your debt to income. Yep. And then um, if you have any like unpaid bills on there, yeah. like if you got stuff in collections, mm -hmm. that's what they don't want because you got to look at it from the bank standpoint. We're about to give you a loan for a hundred thousand plus. I'm not going to give you a hundred thousand dollar loan if you owe Time Warner three hundred dollars. Right. You've been owing them for three years. Mm -hmm. They can't even get their three hundred dollars out of you. Yeah. How am I going to come back and get my hundred thousand from you? <laughs> it just don't make sense. You know what I mean? So you want to pay off everybody that you owe that's in collections. Mm -hmm. You don't have to fully have your credit cards paid off. You don't got to have your student loans paid off. Your car don't got to be paid off. None of that stuff has to be paid off. Mm -hmm. Only thing is the things that are in collections. Yep. Um, the debt to income, what that is, is a lot of people think that it's like their rent and all of that stuff. Your debt to income is solely off of just the things that's on your credit. So if you got a car in your name, your credit cards, um, whatever shows up on your credit, that's included in your debt to income. So those like utility bills and those uh, the rent that you pay now, that's not included in your debt to income. That's just something that you need to keep in mind um, when you're doing your money. Um, so yeah, you wanna keep your debt to income low. So if you're making a certain amount of money, it's try to minimize your bills as much as possible. Everything should come after the house, essentially. Like you really, 
these days you really shouldn't have a, a high car payment. You shouldn't have a car payment above two fifty if you don't have a house yet. Right. It just unless you have to, but it, it just doesn't make sense because you can always get that. A car loan is the easiest loan to get. Car loan, then credit cards. Houses is the is the hardest one to get. Mm -hmm. You can go get it. They're literally giving away cars, so you don't you don't get the car first. You get the car last because that affects your debt to income. That's going to affect how much um, you're going to get pre-approved for right. on your on your loan for your house. So just really credit, um, job history. They usually want. They usually say you should be at your job two years. Yep. It's not impossible to get a home loan if you haven't been at your job two years. You just don't want to get a job for a month and then be like, oh, I'm going to go get a house. Okay. It, it don't look stable. You could quit that job. You could not like it. They could transfer you to a different part, and now the bank is looking like I'm out of my hundreds of thousands of dollars. So you just want to have some type of history. And, and what they say is that is if you don't have two years in your job, they want you to have two years in that same field. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, yo, I'm a chef. I went from this to that. You know what I mean? It's not a huge difference. You just had a different restaurant or whatever. Right. Um, and then outside of that, it's just the down payment. The down payment. You don't need a bunch of money. It's not like you need 20% down payment. You don't really need that now. Now you can do an FHA loan. It's 3.5% down. Mm -hmm. Like I bought my house total. It was a $5,000 transaction. It's not a lot. You know what I mean? It wasn't, it didn't break the bank. And I wasn't like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, that's everything. Right. You know what I mean? It was $5,000, which it was, is a nice chunk of money. I'm not saying that like everybody just got that laying around, yeah. but what was it like three grand or it was either two or three grand of that came from my 401k. Yeah. You know what I mean? It came from my 401k. And as you know, I, half of that 401k was free money from the company that I was nice, working yo, for. Yeah. So it was like those type of benefits. It, I didn't save five grand and go get that. Right. It was 401k. It was, you know, some of my savings. And then we made it work. Yeah, man. So those are the misconceptions. Like people think you got to have an 800 credit score, mm -hmm. 50K in the bank. You know what I'm saying? And it's, that's not how it is nowadays. That's not how it had been back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But now, nowadays, you, like you said, a 5K transaction and you had a crib. Facts. Uh, 5K transaction and decent credit score, you had a crib. So yeah, That's a trip. Yeah. That, that's a trip and a, and a little bit more. Exactly. You know what I mean? Some people take trips that are that cost a little bit less than that. So Weddings. <laughs> Weddings, trips. <laughs> they, but they don't think twice about that, though. Yeah. It's like, yeah. You, oh, you got to come up with $6,000. They like, that wedding is Oh, Steep the ring too, like. <laughs> yeah. You got about two rings. <laughs> Congratulations, yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, I was like, I just bought one ring. Yeah, just, Frankie just got yeah, reminded about the two rings. Yeah. <laughs> yes, got sir. Reminded a couple days I mean, ago exactly. about that. Yeah, like, yeah. One. Yeah, you oh, get one you band. Get a band. Yeah. Yeah. You get a band. Yeah. 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 You, get you a might band. get the rubber one to work out in. You might get that. Yeah, you got it. I need two rings. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> like, bro. But yeah, though. So, like, like my brother just said, man, it's not that hard. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I ain't gonna say it's not that hard. It takes discipline. Mm -hmm. It mm -hmm. takes discipline, and you gotta write down a, a conscious goal that you want to get a house by this time, and and work hard to get there. Pay off those debts. You know what I'm saying? Make sure your credit score is decent, and save up that down payment. Yeah, and that's really it. That's really it. Yeah, right. if if you got a job like that's the trinity is the the credit, job, 
and down payment. Yeah. That's it. If and, you got um, those three things, you're good. So I was talking to my um, – part of the reason why I had to go back to get a nine-to-five is because of the job history. Mm-hmm. Um, like I was making enough money with the entrepreneurship, but it wasn't long enough. Mm-hmm. Like history. So like you said, like you said, um, same field, uh, different. They, they don't want to see that you're job hopping pretty much. Like, yeah. you know, like one day, like you said, one day you're a chef and the next day you're a banker and then the next day you're selling cars. Like that yeah. doesn't look good. So it's basically, you're just building a story for the, you know, mortgage lenders and the mortgage and the banks. So it's pretty much what it is, man. And you know, buying a home is, is lit. My brother Tyler bought a house. Yeah. How long have you had yours? I'm going on what is it? 18, 21. I'm on I'm going on three years, I think. Yeah. I'm going on three years in my crib. Um and yeah, it was I I watched a whole lot of like YouTube videos as far as like trying to understand the whole process, which is not difficult. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to be kind of well versed in that realm before I like dove in it. Yeah. And at the initial time that I was trying to uh, like buy my first house, I wasn't even in a position to do so. Like mm-hmm. I had basically started a new career. I was in a new career field. Um, I was there for like a year, but and this was the thing: it was I wasn't making enough for the price of the house that I was trying to get. I wasn't trying to get nothing crazy. It was just like if I'm gonna buy a house, I'm gonna at least get what I want. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, if I'm gonna be here for thirty years, which I highly doubt, but still, I'm gonna get what I want. So, I think I was shopping in the um, what two hundred thousands range, um, and it was they. My lender was like, "Yo, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they humbled you? Yeah, I got humbled like, too. Yeah, like, yeah, I got you, humbled you, too. You ain't there yet." And I told him like, you know. I got a big raise coming, blah, blah, blah. And then after that raise coming, I got, you know, every year and a half, I'm getting raises, so many percents, blah, blah. He's like, all right, cool. Once you get that, you know what I'm saying? Come yeah, 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 <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, that's that shoulder tap. Yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah, well, yeah. When they get that, they yeah. come back. Yeah, yeah it, it definitely humbled me, though, because it was like, okay. And it, it was a blessing, too, because my credit wasn't the best. Mm-hmm. And my income wasn't there, so I couldn't move forward. But it was more so like, okay, I know I'm going to have money in, a, you know, six, eight months or whatever. But let me get my credit better because I don't want to have no crazy interest rate. Like, yeah, it, it, my credit wasn't good. I ain't going to drop the number. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> credit wasn't good. So I was like, you know, maybe that's a blessing in disguise as far as the lender telling me, like, yo, you're not in a position to buy a house. Chill, do what you got to do, take care of some things, and then come holler at me in six to eight months. And that's what I did. And, and it worked out. Yeah, it out. and that's the beauty of it uh, for me is that I know a lot of people feel like a certain type of way or they're a little nervous to go to a bank and hear them say no. Yeah. But that's the only way that you can know where you stand. Exactly. That's how you judge it. You know what I mean? It's like, yo, how close am I? How far am I? Mm-hmm. Is you got to go to get pre-approved and they're going to a either give you a number like, all right, cool. You pre-approved for $175,000 loan. Yeah. Or they're going to say, at this time, you're not ready, but these are the things that you need to do. Yep. First off, that is how that bank makes money. Right. So they're going to tell you what you need to do mm-hmm. to be in a position for them to give you the money so that they can make money off of it. Yep. You know what I mean? So it's them telling you, cool, you just need to get your credit up a little bit. Or you know what? Your credit is decent, so you just need a little bit more cash yep. now. Mm-hmm. Or you know what? Just be at your job. It's a little bit longer, and we'll be able to do it. Yeah. That's how you judge it. So then you know exactly. Like, these are the people that's giving you the money, telling you exactly what you need to do. Right. 
Like, it's not like you're going to go get pre-approved. They're going to be like, man, get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> like no, like, they're going to tell you what you need to do. And it's like, I don't know, people be scared of that. Like, hey, it kind of felt like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it do it, in it a sense. It kind of felt like that. Bro. I got humbled in the same situation. Yeah. Like, I was shopping for houses before I got pre-approved. I'm shopping for houses. I'm looking at, like, 250 and under. Yeah, and how I was basing it was that I was paying a certain amount in rent. So I'm like, yo, if I buy a $250,000 house, yeah. that's going to equal the rent that I'm paying now in mortgage. So yeah. I know I can afford that because I've been paying this rent right. for so long. But yeah. it don't work like that. You know what I mean? It's, it's a difference. And it's just because of the things that you're responsible for in the house. You know what I mean? Yeah. You rent that apartment. Yeah, you can afford this rent because if that dishwasher stopped working... You don't have to pay that. You got no risk when you. Yeah, rent. you know what I mean. But if the house, you got to pay that. You know what I mean. So that's the that's the difference. But man, it's it's much better. Yeah. It, it's it's a lot better. Man, they um, it it takes you to get humble sometimes, bro. Yeah, you got to. How you gonna move forward? Yeah, you got to, man. That's how you judge it. What initially like made you like start shopping for a home? Like, what, what was it like? All right, I want to buy a house now. I just kept hearing um. I think it was this guy named Boyce Watkins. I don't know if y'all familiar with him. Sounds familiar. Um, but he's like a, I don't know if he's a financial advisor, but he he's one of them financial guys when it comes to like, he he's always talking about real estate, stocks, kind of like the three pillars of wealth, business, real estate, and stocks, mm -hmm. um, stock markets or whatever. So he had a little segment on YouTube talking about, you know, buying a house and, you know, versus renting and the benefits, pros and cons and all that stuff. And, um, he was talking about, you know, having equity in a house and what you could do, you know, maybe possibly barn against the equity to do other, put it into place for other investments, for like a HELOC. Mm -hmm. um, and then, and it's crazy because I was listening to a Nipsey song and he was talking about equity and I didn't know what he was talking about. I'm like, what is equity? Like, yeah. And then I heard Boyce Watkins say it. I'm like, okay, this is the second time. I need to Google this. I'm not about to let somebody throw it at me and I don't know what it <laughs> yeah. means. So I Googled it, found out what it mean, and it was like, okay. And then it was kind of like my age, like, I just felt like I wasn't doing nothing. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I got all these shoes. I'm spending money on stupid stuff. Like, this is getting old. Mm -hmm. So I need to, like, I'm, I'm trying to, I need to do something else. I need to reach a new, a new height. So, um, yeah, I just honed in on that. And then, like I said, just hearing those things from them, them two people. And it was like, all right, let me, let me jump into this and see, you know, what it's like. What what is it? So let let me hop into this because it can all, I'm, I can only go up from here. Yeah, for sure. That's how I felt too because I I feel like I always feel that I've mastered the ability to get to where I'm at currently. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like if something drastic was to happen, knock on wood, I could get everything that I have right now back. Yep. Yeah. I don't know what the next level is. You know what I mean? Like, well, I know what it is, but it's like, let me see if, if I can work it. Right. You know what I mean? It, it's like almost like being the best basketball player in middle school. And you like, <laughs> yo, I want to go play with the freshman now. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because yep. I know I can, if I if I don't do good with the freshman, I can go work on my game and I can mm -hmm. come back and kill these dudes in middle school. Right, right, right. I, I can always come back and kill these dudes in middle school. Yep. But I want to see how I line up and how I work with those kids. And if I can make it with them, all right, cool. Put me with the JV now. Yep. Put me, you know what I mean? It's just always trying to get to that next level. And if you don't do good, you know you got another chance because I'm ahead of the game. Facts. Like, I'm playing in a, an arena that I really technically shouldn't be in right now. Right. Yeah, man. I, I got what lit a fire in me for buying, like, getting ready to buy houses. Just seeing, like, I got a family now, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so, like, 
it's like we went to my mom's crib and she lived in Westchester and um she lived in a cul-de-sac so it's like kids around mm-hmm. uh, kids with trampolines and stuff like that uh nice neighborhood but seeing my son he um go outside and play with the kids like ride his bike and stuff like that you can't do that in an apartment yeah you know, like I'm like that's how I want brother to grow up like I want him to have friends be able to go outside mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying not be able to be locked down in an apartment and playing video games all day which I mean you can do at the crib but I mean you got options when you, yeah when you live in a neighborhood as as far as far as you can go outside you can play with you know such and such and yeah man that's what I'm like all right we got to get this like how did you grow up I grew up in a house you grew up in a house yeah, okay so, cool so I, and that's that's exactly I had the same experience so I would go outside and all that stuff and him and seeing him play with the kids outside reminded me of my childhood and I was like bro I deserve that yeah I grew, up, I grew up Gucci like I was like all right well, you know I was in the house my whole life so shout out to my parents for that yeah <laughs> nice. so uh, I want them to have that same experience man and yeah for sure yeah, it's definitely a good one yeah see that's dope and I always look at buying houses like you essentially buying a bank in a sense because yeah. there's so many ways to tap into that money Facts. there's so many things you can borrow against it mm-hmm. get the equity you know what i mean you can sell it there's so many ways that you can make money off of it so it's just like it's the really i mean the definition of an asset you know yeah, what i yeah. mean it's it's something that you buy that you can you can wiggle your way you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it's the perfect thing for a hustler and that's what i consider myself as just a hustler it's yeah. like the perfect thing to have because it's a backbone it's like all right cool i, I can go I can do everything out here and I know I I, I got that behind me. You know right. what I mean? I I can that's my wiggle room. Facts. Is that Facts. house. Man, so getting your credit ready to get a crib. Mm-hmm. No transition. So the biggest thing that I see on credit reports are um collections. Mm, collections man. and inquiries. Yeah. Collections and inquiries are the two most common things that I see on um, people's credit report because I, I still I'm still in the credit game. So mm-hmm. um, I want to clarify, like, just because and, and backstory. So people, a lot of people come to me and be like, I'm ready to get a house. I got everything at a zero balance on my credit report, um, but. My, my scoring went up or they did nothing like that and they're telling me I need to get these items off so zero balance on your credit report is not a great it's not a good thing you feel me because if you were behind on a bill and you brought it to zero that ne- that doesn't necessarily mean that 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 whoever you owed has made that um, you know what I'm saying made that credit worthy good on your report if that makes mm-hmm. sense yeah so my thing is you need a good faith letter to tell them not only am i paying my balance off but i need you to take this off my report yeah it doesn't need to be there i don't want to see it at all <laughs> yeah facts yeah. It's, uh, act like it never happened exactly so i want to stress that like paying your balances off is good and it's, it's great for your credit but make sure you include some type of like message or some type make sure you communicate to that company that look you need to take this off my report i'm gonna pay you the x amount of dollars but this needs to be gone mm-hmm. i don't need zero balance nothing i need it off yeah, yeah. Uh, see 
I'm about to say, see, the, the two, like, most common things that I see on credit mm-hmm. that, like, kind of, like, interferes with home buying is the number one thing is a car payment that's way yeah. too high. Yeah. You know what I mean? People paying, like, three, $400 for a car, which isn't bad. I mean, I, I know people can afford it, but it's just it hurts your debt to income. You know what yeah. I mean? It, it hurts it. It hurts it. That's why I always say, like, before you buy a house, you really don't need a car payment. It's okay to buy a car, mm-hmm. like, but you, you should own it. Or make sure the payment is up is under 200 250 300 to 400 is going to make it difficult to get a house um just because like you, you got to make a lot more money mm-hmm. the next thing i always see is people that don't really know the difference in their credit card due date and the report date mm, yeah that's major. i feel like that's the most important thing <laughs> that is, is that major you got to get on and it's okay to get on your credit karma and like check these facts just don't depend on that Credit Karma number to be correct. Yeah. I just use Credit Karma for the information, not yeah. for the number. Yeah, um, so, yeah, like when you get on your Credit Karma, look at your credit cards and look at it where it says last reported. That is going to be your report date. Mm-hmm. Your report date is usually like three to four days after your due date. So say if your credit card due date is the 15th, mm-hmm. they're not going to report that until the 18th or the 19th. Yep. What that is is... It's like, I always tell people, it's like a checkup. It's a monthly checkup. You just need to make sure that on that report date, your balance is low. Mm-hmm. So if you make, if you owe $500 on your credit card and you pay that $500 off on the 15th, the due date, don't use it until after the 19th mm-hmm. when the report date is, because it doesn't do anything if you pay it all off on the 15th and then you, you, you yeah, and then you charge $200 on the 17th. Mm-hmm. It's like... Now it looks like you have a $200 balance that you've been carrying the whole time. So pay it, let it be reported as it's a zero, and then you can use it. It's like you only have to have a zero balance or a low um, balance on that card for that one day of the month. That one day of the month is the only day (laughs) that you have to have it clear. Like, that's it. It's like if if you can master that, you'll be good. Those two things is the biggest things outside of yours, obviously. Is the two things that I usually see on there that I'm like, mm-hmm. stop it, stop it, <laughs> don't get the car, just wait on Man. the car. I don't know. I mean, I don't know why we so fascinated with cars. I know I was for a, a minute. Like you said, it's it's the easy, it's the easy one of the easiest loans to get, and it's like the car could be for some people the status symbol. Yeah, it's, like it's the easiest flex. The easiest flex. It is the easiest flex. People will look at the car and be like. If depending on the car, they can assume like, oh yeah, he in good shape or or he got it. Or if his car, you know what I'm saying, weak or not up to their standards, oh he broke or yeah. he got it. Like it's it's it is the easiest flex, so we, man. We I think that. about it because yeah. it's like if even if you got the clothes and the shoes, that only goes so far. Facts. Like, you know what I mean? Like if the girl <laughs> gotta go back to your car and you know what I mean, you gotta have a screwdriver <laughs> to start it. It's like damn. To get dressed good, but it's the like AC don't work. Yeah, but it's like you could have a nice car, and it don't matter how you dress. Facts. It don't matter how you yeah. dress because it's just an assumption. Nah, he got yeah, it. I seen the car. He got it. He just yeah, dressed yeah. like that. If that car heavy, the car. they ain't worried about. What yeah, shoes it's a, like. it's an easy flex, but it's like no, it hurts in the long run. Like, yeah. I, like I told you, I, I made the mistake twice with the Lexus and the BMW. Oh yeah, that's right. And mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I remember at the end of the BMW, I'm just like. Looking at myself, like, how am I going to get out of this? Yeah. Like, because I knew I had to pay to get out of the Lexus. I mean, it was a thousand dollars. 
it could have been way worse. And I'm like, I think I'm in deep this time. This <laughs> this beamer is going to cost more than a thousand to get out of this time. Man. And it was just like, luckily I got out of it and I'm not going back no time soon. I told myself I got to get one more house before I get the car. Yeah, and then I'm going Tesla. Hey, I'm going, there you go. I, I want there Tesla. There you go. I want a Tesla. I'm not going to lie. Tesla, I'm not going to lie. Topic. Do y'all hear all this Tesla hate that's going on? People keying them and stuff like that? Nah. Yeah, people are keying people's Teslas. If they got like a truck, they doing what it's called colon or something like that. So they're like. What the hell is that? I don't know. It's like they pull up on you and they throw like exhaust on you or some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's weird. Like I was just watching it on um, today at work. I was watching it on the news. For what? Like, exactly. Like, like they'll what walk you up to the car, key it, like key it because it's a Tesla. We key my Tesla. We got a squabble. Like, yeah, you now nah, that's got the... all around cameras though, so they can see. Yeah, you now nah, that's different. That's a different type of hate. It, my, for real, hate. I don't. I don't know why though. It's like why Teslas? Like they not it's all cars. Yeah, like, like they. They're, not even like they're good for the environment. Yeah, exactly. yeah, good for like, the environment. It's not like a Benz or something. That's just an expensive car that just hurts the environment. I can see Hummers. Like, but Hummers. Yeah, that's damn. That just damn. That just hurt me. I <laughs> <laughs> just scared the hell out of me. I'm like, damn, what they gonna do to my Tesla? <laughs> what are they gonna do to mine? <laughs> but it's funny that y'all talking about the car being the status because, like, if I'm like riding through Amberley or anywhere nice, I see a big house, but in the driveway be like a CRV. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it'd it be like some like, like some station wagons, yeah, like or oh, I said station wagon. That's like I'm super old school. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen a station really wagon awesome. in a minute. Yeah. I mean, it'd be, it be minivans. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be minivans and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Like, like you might see your one lit car. Yeah, yeah. I don't lie. I, I see nice houses, and I might out of let's say five nice houses, I probably see two live cars. Yeah, yeah. in real. those driveways, and that and that's just like the formula. Like you said, you don't need to. The, I just need. Now nah, I just bought a car not, not too long ago, so I. I yeah, I, you got. What you got? Calling the cow. It's a. It's a efficient. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. It's yeah. Flashy. You, you get the front parking spots. Awesome. You go green. <laughs> <laughs> you had a green yeah, car yeah, to get yeah. the front parking spot. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, this is yeah. Yeah, but I mean it ain't nothing flashy, but it's just. An A to B for yeah, real, for get real. You yeah. need to And go. I realize, I mean, everybody has their different vices. So I'm yeah. not trying to, you know, people who love cars be like, oh my gosh, you're so bad, or down people who just love cars. Yeah. I just say that you should get the house first. Yeah. You know what I mean? Get mm-hmm. get your house first because it can fund the car. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's you can always go get the car. Um, and it's like I, I made a mistake too. When I bought my house, I, I kind of did it backwards. Um, they always say that you should buy your multifamily first. And then you go buy a single family because yeah, it's because it's cheaper times. that way of like how the money works out. Yep. And I was just ready to buy. You know what I mean? Like literally the first house I looked at is the house I got now. It was the very, very first one I went to go see. And I walk in, I was like, yep, just I'm buying it. You know what I mean? Let's just do it. Yeah. Let's get it over with. So I, I got lucky that I found that one first and I didn't have to go through the process of, you know, what everybody's dealing with now of, you know what I mean? Having to bid and all of that and yeah. having your offer like, all right, cool, competing and all of that. But um, I, if, if I could go back, I don't know. I, I probably wouldn't do it differently because I got lucky with the house. Yeah. But um, if things didn't work out, I would have got the multifamily first. Yeah. Like I should have because now I'm shopping for the multifamily. Mm-hmm. And it's going to cost me more because I already did the single family. Yep. Yeah, I feel it. Yeah. And yep. 
I, I want to explain that, my bad, before no, no, we go into something else, because I want, really want people to understand why it costs more. And the reason why it costs more is because you only get one FHA loan at a time. And it's 3.5% down. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to use it, you should try to buy as much house as yep. you can with that 3.5%. So mine, I bought a $115,000 house with 3.5% down. I could have bought a $200,000, well, I was, wasn't qualified, but I could have bought a $175,000 multifamily with only 3.5% down. Mm-hmm. So now I got to refinance out of my FHA now so that I can go back and try to use it again to get the multifamily. Yeah, it's kind of like working backwards. Yeah, exactly. When I could have just did my FHA and then, you know what I mean, kept that in the FHA loan for real. And then, you know what I mean, just refied and went and bought a single family. Yeah, the, the multifamily you should do first oh, yeah. because now I gotta qualify. You know what I mean? Like yep. it's I gotta qualify for a bigger loan now, mm-hmm. and I already have a house on. Gotcha. So, but it's ways around it. You know, we got a business, so we're gonna just move. Once I refi, move the house from it being in my personal name to it just been in the business name, so nice. that just takes it off of my um debt to income. Memory. I mean, you got to. I mean, it, it, it's a way around everything. Yep. It's just about are you willing to go that far? Yeah. You know what I mean? You see something? They giving tickets out. Live on camera. They might be giving tickets out. Oh, Tyler, um, park illegal. You might have to check the joint. He going to yours? Uh, he walked past. No, this is a hell of a backdrop. Yeah, it definitely is. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we getting tickets. <laughs> Let's just see. Just double check. Make sure you um so you can get back in. Oh, I got the key right there. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can take that. Just uh stay close just in case they try to do something weird. They probably already got me on the other side. <laughs> they driving around. Um, but yeah, I, I say buy as much house as you can the very first time with your FHA loan. Get as much as you can. And then after that, your second house, that's when you go get the single family because yeah. you're going to qualify for less because you already have that multifamily. Makes sense, man. Um, what y'all think about house hacking? I did it. You did? Yeah, yeah yep. Legit. I did it. I did it. When I bought my uh, when I bought that house, I, um, it was three bedrooms. I got two roommates in there. One of them was my little cousin. I got two two roommates in there. I only charged them enough to where it was split in the mortgage, mm-hmm. to where I didn't have to pay anything. Only mm-hmm. thing I had to pay was the uh, utility bill, the um, the uh, electric. There's um, the cable was included in the uh, amount that they were paying. So all I had to do was pay the electric. And what I did was I still. So let's say that they each was paying three fifty. Mm-hmm. I charged myself three fifty. But I didn't. I didn't put it towards the mortgage. I put three fifty towards the home upgrades every single month. Mm-hmm. So every month, I knew I had a three hundred and fifty dollar budget to upgrade my house. So it was between me buying either f- buying furniture or switching the light switches, putting dimmers on yeah. stuff, or you know, what I mean, w- whatever it was. I knew every single month I had a three hundred and fifty dollar budget to do to dedicate to the house, and that's really what what kept it going because I'm not gonna lie, it was annoying as hell. <laughs> <laughs> to be living with, you know what I mean? To be an adult, it's your first house. You just yeah. bought it. You want to, yeah, I mean, you want to flex. You want to be like, yo, yeah. this is my house. Come I bought this. Yeah, I bought this all alone. <laughs> and here you go. You know what I mean? You got roommates, you know what I mean? Coming with you like, damn. <laughs> so that was the only thing like that, that kept me sane with it was like, yo, 
the, the bigger picture. I got 350. Oh, well. You yeah. got me. Yeah. $50. It's all right. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that was the really only thing that kept me sane, man, was that. Yeah. That's what's up. It was house hacking. How you feel about on, house hacking? Um, I, I, I fool with the house hacking. I don't get to take part in it because when I bought my house, I had two kids at the time. Oh, yeah. So you it's definitely right. slow. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't even. I couldn't even dabble in the. <laughs> I couldn't even dabble in the multifamily. In the multifamily world, was already hacked. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that shit worked against me. Yeah. <laughs> that shit worked facts. against me. Them motherfuckers, they was living free. Yeah. Like, facts. Yeah, but um, but yeah, I, I hear about it all the time. I know people. I got friends that do it. Um, I mean, I try to put family onto it, but you know how that go. Yeah. But um, I mean, it's it's why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like, why wouldn't you? I mean, it's it's almost like a step away from having an investment property, which you you it is an investment property, but you just still living there. Mm-hmm. You take yourself out of that. Now you got a full fledged rental. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I fool with it. I fool with it. For sure. Am I bad? I mean, to cut y'all. What was you about to get? Nah, in? you good. Um, what was it talking? think it was um so the back kind of touched base on the the whole buying the car after the house yeah um so truthfully speaking one of the reasons why i couldn't get my house when i was initially trying to buy was because i had a car note mm-hmm. and they was like you know you're gonna be making good money when you come back but your car note you should probably either get rid of it or you know get something cheaper and he was like I try to tell my clients, you know, make your car note like 10% of your monthly income, what you bring in a month. And I was like, damn, bro, like 10%? Like, dude, what, what I'm going to buy at 10%? And then it was, it was one of them I had to get over. And I was like, it makes sense because now I still got that same car, cheap car note. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, I'm glad he told me that. Like, yeah. it was one of them, I ain't want to hear it, but I'm glad he told me that. Yeah, for sure. Like, that stuff go a long way, man. And I... I can't stress enough how, how important it is to like minimize your life yeah. in the areas that you can so that you can maximize in the area of life that you need to. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yes, having a nice car is a flex because it goes with you. Yep. you know I mean, everybody can see it. You can't be in the club or be outside the club and be showing your house. You know what I mean? You, you, can't, you can't show that off. People don't know it until it gets to that point. But the car, you can just be driving. You can be at a red light. People see it. You can be outside the club just walking yeah. to it, and people can see it. And they, you know what I mean? They recognize, all right, they, they may got money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's a different um, it's a different feeling. But it's like that is going to be a hindrance when it's really time to do business. When, yeah. when it's really time to sit at the table and to really get business done and to really grow as an adult, that's going to hurt you. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? It's going to hurt you. And... For real, I I, uh, I kind of look at it. I remember it was this meme that was going around where it was like two people underground, like uh, digging for gold. Yeah, and, yeah and, I know exactly what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, and like a one dude, he had, he had yeah. found a diamond. One dude was super, super close to the big diamond. Hey, he had up. walked away. Yep. And it's like, that's kind of how I look at as like being an adult in a sense. It's like above ground, we have these things that we consider that are um, – trophies and that they give us height they give us height and stuff like that like the cars clothes um the trips a lit instagram things like that they make your building look really really tall it makes it look taller than everybody else's building right right but it's the things that's underground that really really dictates how long your building gonna be standing and those are the things that people can't see like 
Do you got life insurance? Do you got a 401k? Do you got a savings? Do you own that house that Mm -hmm. you in? Like, do you have a business? Do you have different streams of income? Mm -hmm. It's like, those are the things that make sure that your building, no matter how tall it is, make sure that they stay standing. Because we all know at some point, it's going to be a hurricane. It's going to be a tornado. It's going to be a strong wind that's going to come through. It may be your transmission going out. It may be... You know what I mean? You having a baby. It may be you getting engaged. Whatever it's going to be, yeah. it's going to be something that's going to come along that's going to be like, all right, this is going to be a test. Is your building strong enough to stand this? Can you keep everything that you have now with this wind coming in? Yeah. If you don't have those things going on underground that people can't see, your building's not going to stand. Yeah. So it's like, what's worth it to get the things up underground first and then just build your building mm-hmm. as we go? I like that. Yeah, like that's how I look at it. It's like, yeah, it's it's things I'm doing that people aren't going to notice that, you know what I mean, that I know is beneficial for my building, mm-hmm. but they don't they, they can't see that type yeah. stuff and they they it really shouldn't. You know what I mean? That's Just people fun. close to me know like I feel good about it. Like I swear it's it's nothing better than doing something that's adult and you like <laughs> How are people gonna know about this? Like, you know I mean? like, bro, I swear, like that feeling you get, like when you buy four new tires, you like, bro, no, man, y'all, literally, y'all see them tires? Like, bro, you see them tires on the thing? Bro, you new the tires, and shit. Like, <laughs> these are not used. These are new bro, tires. Tires, like, yo. Like, flats, so yeah, it's a flex. <laughs> it feels different. Like, don't nobody ever compliment you on it. Like, bro, you got some nice tires. Like, I got a lot of tread on them things. Like, but you <laughs> feel different. Like, that's a Dalton car drive. Yeah, I got four new. <laughs> Tires, yeah, hey. new tires, new brakes, yeah. and rotors. Like people Ooh, can't tell that air, stuff. He said and rotors. Yeah, like, like they don't notice that. Brakes, the leader, <laughs> rotors, baddie. <laughs> yeah, it be like hey. those type of things that you feel good. Like it makes you feel good because you feel safe. You know that you good. Like I, I know yep. my car is good, and like I said, the life insurance, four hundred one k, all those type of things. It's like. I know I'm good. Yeah. I can withstand a strong wind coming through. My right. building may not be the tallest. But your people, yeah, people may solid. They may dress better than me. They may do this, but it's like y- y'all may go on more trips. Cool. I'm gonna get to that place. Mm-hmm. But right now, we working like you said, we're working on the foundation of this building. We Man. going deaf right now. And that 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 puts you a step ahead for real. Yeah, for Way sure. That's, for sure. That's the biggest flex right there is when you got that strong foundation, bro. And you know that and you know it, whatever you comes my way, I can handle it. I don't I don't want to have to go in this savings. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to touch this 401k. Mm-hmm. But if I have to, I have that ability yeah. to. You know what I mean? I know I'm good. There's nothing that can happen with this car, this house, or, you know what I mean, the people around me that I won't be able to handle. Man. And it's like if everybody do that, nobody would ever call anybody to borrow money. Facts. You know what I mean? If if everybody could handle that for themselves, we would be good. And then it would be a difference when people do call because it's like I know that they got those things in place so they that really yeah, they, they must really need it, and I'm gonna get my money back somehow. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like uh, I think it was it was a Jay Z bar where he said that where he was like, if every um if every uh, nigga in your clique is rich, your clique is rugged because yes, nobody will fall because everyone would be yes, each other's sir. crutches. It's like yeah. that's that's how you do it. You know what I mean? If everybody got life insurance, we all good. Right. Nobody got to have a fish fry. I was uh, hey, that, yeah, that's man. that's that's so, you know what I mean? <laughs> like that's and that's what man. I can't even explain it. Yeah, that's what <laughs> got me into the into the game. Like I'm licensed in life insurance now, yeah. so. 
I ain't know that. Yeah, yeah, I passed my test a couple months oh, ago. Oh, that's what's up. Hey, yeah, there you go. We, been, we about to be in the field soon. Uh, yeah, soon facts. We got to talk. Up. I need a new one. Oh, yeah, I, I need. You. I want to switch. I got yeah. you. Yeah, so, yeah, let's do that. About one yeah, so for sure. About switching mine up, too. They, um, yeah. It, it, seeing people that's close, and I believe I said this in another episode, but people that's close to me passed away, and their family didn't have nothing. You know what I'm saying? They didn't have nothing to put towards the burial. They didn't have nothing to put towards the funeral costs. And seeing them doing GoFundMe's and it's sad. And like yeah, it's sad. I don't sad. Want to use the word begging, but it's low key begging nah, on Facebook. Begging. Yeah, like, and it's sad. And it's, it's sad, sad, man, because it's like you, you'll die with so many things. Like yeah, they had a nice car, they had clothes, they had shoes. The so it's like saying, your yeah. family may not even be able to keep those items. Right. They may have to sell those items just to pay just to just to put you to rest. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I, I don't. I feel like at that point your family shouldn't have to worry about stuff yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Like. It's already sad enough. So uh, imagine, like, you know what I mean? You got this nice car that you worked hard for, and you want y- your, your nephew to have it when you pass away, and you pass away immediately, and he can't even have it because you got to sell it. Sell it, yeah. It's like, yeah. damn, like, that's messed up. You yeah, know what I mean? It's, people will insure everything but their life. I don't understand. And, and you know you're going to die. Yeah, like. You don't yeah. know if you're going to get into a car accident. Facts. You but know you know 100% <laughs> you're, you're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're going to die. Yeah. You don't know when, but at some point, at some point you coming. are. And I, I always go back to a quote, and I heard it on Earn Your Leisure. It was that, like, um, other generations, well, not other generations, other uh, races, they plan for death. Yep. Mm-hmm. Our, gener- our generation, our race, we we hope we don't die. Yeah, Niggas go outside and just hope that they don't. Like, I hope I don't die today because I don't got everything in line. Other generations, like, they plan for it. Like, they plan for it. Like, like my girl's a certified uh, financial planner. Like, she deals with it every single day yeah. with dealing with clients that's planning these things. They're planning their debt. They're planning how their money's going to go. They're planning how, who's going to get this, who's going to get that. Like, each child has an account right. that they're building. Like, they're... They're pretty much done with their life. Like yeah. they, they have everything that they need. They're not really building well for themselves anymore. It's like, yo, how do I get my youngest son account up now? Like, mm-hmm. should I be moving stuff from my 401k? Should I be investing in this stock? How do mm-hmm. I do that to where they, when I die, they got a hundred thousand dollar account. They got a million dollar account. Right. It's like those are the type of steps. And I feel like we're at the age now where we don't we shouldn't really be worrying about their accounts in a sense. Mm-hmm. We should be worrying about their well being and us after we go you know what i mean right. so that they got something yeah most definitely gotta build that estate yeah for sure Facts. it's gonna get rough man it's gonna get rough i just don't want my child to have to to have to go uh looking for jobs right, you know right. what i mean like i want it to be a mixture of both of me having a business that they can come work for mm-hmm. and also um them having enough uh assets to where they don't really have to work, mm-hmm. but I do want to teach them hard work. So I exactly. want them to work at exactly. some point, you know what I mean? Whether it's for me or their own business, but do something. Something. Yeah. <laughs> it's that that freedom that it's like, that freedom is really like, I feel like that's what I chase as far as, you know, getting my kids getting older. So when they get older, graduate, they don't have to go get a job. Like you said, it's like, well, we got options. Mm-hmm. Like we got options. That's, that's the biggest thing. And, um, it's like almost a sacrifice. I started to recognize this maybe a, year, a couple of years ago. It's like I'm 20-something, about to hit 30 soon. Maybe I should start, you know what I'm saying, doing something different with my money, putting it in place. So when I'm 40 or whatever and my kids is older, 
45, 50. I ain't got to work as hard mm -hmm. because every I took care of everything when I was 28, 29, 30. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I ain't got to go work 80 hours in a week because I did that already. So it's like, that's, I feel like that's the reason why I do a lot of things. Um, and I feel like we all share like the same similarities as far as how we do things and how we go about them and, and what we do them for. Um, and like you said, it's just that planning for the future because mm -hmm. ain't nothing worse than just being out here lit every weekend, every month, and you, and then the shit hit the fan, that storm come through, and that shit knock you off your feet and you yeah. down for the count. Like and you, you, you fucked problem. up. Yeah, it's, it's over. Yeah. It's over. Like, it makes, I don't want to say angry, but... I recognize the flaws in my parents. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, as kids, we're going to do that. Mm -hmm. So it's like the thought of, like, I don't have kids yet, but y'all have kids. The, the thought of your kids are going to recognize your flaws. Yep. You know what I mean? At, at some point, someday, they're going to recognize your flaws. So me, I always recognize that my parents weren't really good with money. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Just looking at other kids and looking at how other people's life went. I'm appreciative of how mine's went because it made me who I am. Yep. But just imagine how much different my life would have been if my parents was good with money and they had just saved a little bit of money for me. Right. Just a little bit. Like, even if it wasn't enough to pay for my college, if I just had a college fund. Mm -hmm. Just, even if it was just 10000 right. what I could have did with that at that point. Well, I mean, nice. how it would have been maneuvered different. Even if they would have just bought me a car mm -hmm. at, at 17 and I didn't have to buy my own. I have to save up to buy my own. I could have used my money for something else. You know what I mean? Like it could have been so much different. So it's like, I want my child to have that feeling mm -hmm. to be like, to know that my dad got me to a certain extent. You know Steady, what I mean? Yeah. He's just going to teach me these certain morals and values, but it's, it's also a financial backing there too. Mm -hmm. You know what I Definitely. mean? That goes a little bit further than just the, nece the uh, necessities, Definitely, than just the yeah. clothing and the food. Like, right. nah, set me up, pops. Like, <laughs> Facts. throw me the ooh. Yeah, you feel me? Throw exactly. Me like, you know what I mean? Like, why ain't, why ain't you put me uh, as a cosigner on your on your, on your credit, credit card? card yeah. Like, hey, add me. Add me as an authorized yeah. user. Like, <laughs> do those type of things to where I'm going to college with a 750 credit score. Right. Even if you can't save, that's I feel like that's the easiest thing you can do for your kids is get your credit together mm -hmm. so that you can add them as an authorized user on your credit card and yeah. there's this together like yo son i ain't yeah like i ain't making enough money to save a lot but you got a 750 credit score yeah that's money and that's something easy you can do that don't take no money that's super it, it, easy. it don't cost you anything super easy it don't cost you anything and you can do you can do that as soon as they turn 13 out of an authorized user and by the time they get 20 mm, they, they up up you know what i mean it's, it's those little things that i wish mines would have been good with but since they wasn't it made me extremely good with right, right, because yeah. I had to I had to work overtime to get that knowledge. Fact. Mm -hmm. Hell, banks now they applying for a credit card. They damn near ask you like, "Yo, you got any kids or spouses you want to add a, as an authorized user?" Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. I know American Express pushes that. Yeah. Like, you want another card? Like, nah, I'm good. Nah, I'm yeah, good. exactly. I'm gonna do it, but not yet. Put a name on it. Because it benefits <laughs> them too. Because it benefits them. It's like if, if I'm a kid and my parent has me as an authorized user and they're American Express and they're building up my credit. American Express is looking at like the next step mm -hmm. is now we have that 16 year old yep. when they go get their first credit card they're going to get it he from American Express us. because yep. that's all that they know exactly their, their parents had it you know what I mean it's it, you 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 familyed in it's mm -hmm. like the um military credit cards the USAA yeah. like once you in there you in yeah. you you in man them, don't get me started <laughs> 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 them, get, them get you right yeah. I know you got some bad blood 
But they been doing me good. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I got bad blood. It's just like I don't like the Zell limits with Navy Fed. That's my issue with Navy oh, Federal. Yeah, the limits they lit though. I, I fool with Navy Federal. I fool with Navy Federal USAA. I'm yeah. probably about to kick the door down and get in that too. But um, you, I've been I've been wanting to ask you. So I sent I sent these guys an article. Um, I want to say was that last night or the day before about um, basically how Zillow has been buying you know, a bunch of properties. Night. Yeah, that was last night. And now they kind of selling them at a loss. Yeah. What's what's your whole take on that that whole Zillow? Thing? Um, so Zillow had a play that they was trying to do and it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. So now they're trying to like get out of it. It mm-hmm. looks like um, I don't think I don't think that originally they should have been able to do it in a in the first place yeah. because it, it was kind of cheating the market. Facts. So what, what they was doing was <laughs> Zillow was telling people that look on Zillow they would tell you hey th- this house is worth this much mm-hmm. it's worth let's say it's 150 it's worth 120 yeah. so people had it in their mind that it's worth 120 so but it's really 150 so then they would be like oh well you can sell it to Zillow uh we'll buy it for a 135 yeah. so they looking as like damn that's 15,000 more than it. so they would sell it to Zillow and then Zillow would just hold it mm-hmm. they would just hold it and then they would know who's searching for what because you know what price range. So if you go on Zillow and you like, yo, I want a house up under two hundred thousand. Yeah. They know well they can probably afford up to two hundred. So now we're gonna start pushing this house to them that we bought at one thirty five and it's really worth one fifty. Right. So they was just gonna really mess the market up. So I mean it's a good thing that it, it didn't work out for Zillow because I just don't like that. Like I don't like the corporations going in and just buying up all the houses, holding so, them, yeah. and then just yeah, and then just trying to sell them at a way higher cost. Yeah. Because uh, it's, it's it's a cheat. It's a cheat. Like you have corporate funds to where you can't go buy all of those. You know yeah. what I mean? But that eventually, <laughs> it, it was it was bound to crash eventually. Right. Somehow, some way, it, it was going to be a crash. It was buying like five. What did it say? Five K houses five, a yeah, month. Uh, yeah, That's five thousand houses a month. Um, but crazy thing is, though, Zillow isn't the only one who's in that lane. They had competition with Redfin, mm, yeah. Home Light or something Home like that. Light, yeah. Yep. Um, and then it's another company called BlackRock, but they're not. Um, they don't have the platform like a Zillow or Redfin. Mm-hmm. My understanding of BlackRock is like, um, is, I mean, it's institutional money. They got big money, but I, if I'm not mistaken, I believe BlackRock is like a hedge fund or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they just buy a bunch of single-family houses, and, you know, it's like you buy so many houses, you damn near control the market. Yeah, for sure. So, and, I mean, I was reading. I sent them the article. It was on Twitter, and I started reading the replies and things like that. And one reply stuck out. Somebody was like, uh, Zillow trying to, you know, offload all these properties, but they ain't going to do nothing but selling them BlackRock. Mm-hmm. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if they do that, it's like, well, damn. We yeah, it's still it's the same, like, same the situation. Same, yeah. same situation, and that's why we got to buy them. That's yeah. why we got to buy them, and we got to capitalize. Like, if you see that these big corporations are doing it, if you see how it's been able to help people, it's like, yo, you got to follow the blueprint. Yeah. Like, as, as, as much as um, we kind of, like, shun um white people for doing what they doing and yeah, doing what exactly. they did it's like they kind of created a blueprint you yeah. know what i mean for you to follow you yeah. know what i mean like what are they teaching their kids to do what right. what are they kids on how are they setting up their kids that's how i'm gonna set mine's up yep, that's what facts. i'm gonna do like is is it's that other side to the game like you don't just have to be upset with them and look at how they're doing and just be mad no, get in the game and play the exact same way that Facts. they play it. Exactly. Like exactly. the same way you playing, I'm I'm playing too now. You yeah. know what I mean? And and that's how you do it. Like when I had bought my house, 
I bought it from, um, it was a couple, they had kids. They was like mid-30s, like probably like 35, 36. Yeah. The, um, the dad, the, no, it was the husband. He had both his parents there. His parents had to be there because when they had bought the house, his parents co-signed for him for that house. Mm. So, and they were in their 30s when they bought it. Like, they was like 30 when they bought it, and then they sold it at 35, 36. Their parent, his parents was there. You know what I mean? Like, we look at it as like, as soon as we turn 20, we don't want nothing to do with our parents. Like, we like, I'm on my own, I'm grown as hell. This man was 30 with a wife and two kids, and his parents co-signed for the house for him mm. because they owned another house, so he wasn't going to qualify so he used his parents, you know what I mean? So it was like, when I was at the close, I'm like, damn, this man is old as hell. And his dad got to sign all the documents right. for him because his dad was an owner too. Yeah. And it was just that, that, simple, that simple move enabled them to create that wealth. Even though I got a deal like getting it at 115, they bought it for 45. Yeah. They bought Hundreds. it for 45. That sound like and fixed it up. And that like, so the one, like, you know what I mean? So it was just like, even just that little bit of thing, like that, just that small thing at that closing table, I'm looking like, damn. Yeah. That's the advantage. Like, yeah. that's the advantage. He not Big only facts. has his wealth and his wife wealth, they got both of his parents' wealth. Like, his parents got wealth. He, like, they're, it's just a streamline, man. It's just yeah. like, damn. It's got to start somewhere. It's got to start somewhere. So I'm okay with sacrificing some things for myself and not having the Tesla right now yeah. so that, you know what I mean? It, it can be generations of, mm -hmm. of wealth for me. And it got to start somewhere. somewhere somebody got to sacrifice some fun and some things to create it for your oh, family. Yeah, and I'm okay with it being me. I'm okay with being a sacrificial lamb. You know what I mean? I may not be able to buy Jays every Saturday, but it's yeah, all right. You, yeah. cool. you bought them six different. years ago. You yeah, did. I had them. <laughs> I got pictures of them. I got pictures of them. I got them. Yeah. Me and my foot in them. So, <laughs> that's all that matters, man. We appreciate you coming on, bro. Yeah, nah, for sure. Yeah, man. Definitely always dropping gems on the podcast, man. Man, I appreciate you. Knowledgeable dude right, here, man. 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 Tell them where they can find you at, bro. Um, you can find me on the internet on uh, social medias, after party underscore E on a uh, majority of them, except for TikTok. I haven't converted to that yet, man. I'll be watching them, though. I'm not going to lie. I'll be watching them, and I know how addictive it is just from no, me watching really them. Is, yeah. That I'm like, I, I, can't, I can't get that social media. It's going to be too much. TikTok but um, outside of that, there's a uh, blooper hospitality. Um, the next thing is a website for me. I want to get a yes, website sir. for the company. Um, yes, so get that going. Yes, sir, man. Uh, make sure y'all, right, when we when you have another Airbnb joint, Airbnb seminar, man. We Facts. We'll do another one. Make sure y'all tap in, too. Um, Hopefully I ain't at work on this one. Man. Yeah, nah, we'll make something <laughs> work. I'll do a special one for y'all, man. Yes, sir. Um, so that's the Undecided Podcast for today, for tonight. Coming to you live from my new location. Yes, sir. Disclosed. <laughs> but yeah, y'all can catch me, TM Genius, uh, on all social medias. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on our YouTube YouTube channel, uh, Undecided underscore Podcast. That on all social media handles as well. Go ahead, Tyler. Let I'm know. Maserati T on Instagram and Twitter. That's M A S E R A T I underscore T double E for everybody that can't spell. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Lord. Thank y'all for tuning in.